0: don't it sound so epic horns are screaming i ain't the one you want to mess with Use a joke i ain't the one you want to jest with the battle's coming you only got a few seconds to run. 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 run yeah hello bengal's fans i am matt minick and this is chalk talk today we're going to talk about it we're going to talk about play calling because it seems to be all that is getting talked about recently in bangledom Bengals Nation, whatever we want to call it. Um, and, look, I really think it gets overblown. I really think it's overrated. Let's talk first about the goal line situation, because that's what's really drawing the attention to it this week. Look, I'm not a fan of, of those couple of calls that were made down there. Um, I'm on the record as hating shovel passes. I think they, they go wrong more than they go right in general no matter what team is running them um and the philly special thing i mean that yeah <laughs> i mean it broke a touchdown we all would have loved it but uh, obviously not the not the right call at the right time and look I, I i get the idea of let's just run the ball let's be physical let's push it you know like you got to be able to get that guard. You got to be able to do those things. Well, they can't, right? Uh, they, they don't trust their offensive line. Like that's why we saw even in the middle of the field, right? The other thing about play calling we don't like is fourth and one. You know when they're when they're running those toss plays in those situation, uh, those situations. Excuse me. Like it's because they don't trust their offensive line because they don't trust them to be able to get push. In that in that situation, look, Mixon ran well, and the, the offensive line was doing a pretty good job in the run game last week. So why not run a ball in there? Well, it's different in the goal line, right? Um, you can sell out to trying to stop a team from getting one yard because there is no threat of giving uh, giving up a 50-yard touchdown pass, uh, or of you know the running back breaking one tackle and going on a big long run whatever it you know it's one yard or nothing so it doesn't matter you can sell out to that so it's a completely different scenario there the you know getting you know getting the push is is much more important the defense are really selling out to it it's not the same thing so look people were talking about hey they gotta get more creative they gotta get more creative and like that's that's what they did down there like they're they're trying to figure out ways to win in that situation and i <laughs> i get that's not what you wanted uh, exactly but um but you, you want to creative and that's what you got you like and that is not zach taylor's problem you know lack of creativity is 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 not the problem that is probably never the problem <laughs> with with anybody is lack like creativity right um your coaches are much more likely Especially offensive coordinators Are much more likely to have issues With putting in way too much stuff And not being able to do it uh, You know Too much confusion And not being able to execute uh, Than they are of, of Not being creative enough And not having enough stuff in there So they, they've they got the stuff uh, They've just got to put some things together right? And it's coming on More slowly than we'd like uh, But I do think is coming on so back to play calling specifically right play calling is the most overrated thing about coaching there is um like yes it's important all right but at the end of the day like there are a lot more important things uh that a head coach is doing uh game management Taylor Taylor's actually really good at game management um, look around the league you know, <laughs> look, look at what some other coaches are doing like yes he has had his mistakes um, but we, you know you still see guys like Harbaugh and Reed and Tomlin making those same types of mistakes um, I think overall he's he's done some things that have been really impressive like take honestly like the, the fourth down like we hated the play calls down there why do you go for it there because the way that game was going they probably weren't getting the ball back you know like more than, than once, so they needed those points, and their defense was likely to give up a touchdown. Uh, defense was less likely to give up a touchdown in that situation where they made the team drive ninety-nine yards uh, than if they would have kicked a field goal and then kicked off. Right, like giving them that long field, putting Baltimore in that backed-up position, um, made it so you know the defense had a better chance of being able to force a punt. Get the ball back for the offense in almost field goal range already. Uh, potentially after a punt, uh, if they could stick in there. No, they didn't stick in there. But I, but I think th- that was really one of those things where there wasn't that much risk with it. I think they could have almost stolen a possession out of that um, if they didn't if they didn't get the s- score there. Which of course they didn't, and of course the defense uh, wasn't able to come up with that one last one. But I think given the situation, that was a, a really smart call. I think that was. They needed to do that to win the game, um, and I and I think a defensive stop, and they still could have pulled it off. But without either one of those things, you have the result that uh, that we ended up having there. So, play calling overrated. All right, uh, why? Because it's it's not the menu at Denny's. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's not like every coach, every team has this like, vast chasm of of plays, like, overflowing amount of plays, and they go into every game week, week with all these plays. Like, I realize they have these these, you know, big, ridiculous uh, you know, stupid looking uh, play calling sheets on the sidelines sometimes but it's all about the week and the week's install, alright and, and they're putting in plays in the week based on their breakdowns, based on what they're expecting to see, um, and also think about kind of answer book things for things they, they could potentially see, um, based on all these different situations, down in distance, field position, and things like that, right? Uh, you know, just had a turnover, a two-point conversion, right? All those types of situations, they go into, into their, in their, in their game plan and they're looking really hard at those types of situations. Now, Zach Taylor mentioned that it is a collective, and it is a collective, All right those guys all work together on that stuff. We know Frank Puck is their run game coordinator. We know he has the emphasis on the run game. We know because Zach Taylor has told us that Troy Walters uh, looks specifically at the red zone stuff. Now, is it red zone? Is it tight red zone? Is it goal line? Is it all of them? Eh, yeah, I don't know that we know those specifics about it. all right. But we know that Troy Walters are responsible for a lot of things that go on around that area of the field. all right, And Hey, look, we know they've got Callahan, they've got Casey, they've got Pitcher. Like one of those guys is doing third downs, all right? And they've, been, and they've got some other situations for those other guys too, all right? Might be in uh, other field zone situation or something like that. So those guys that like they're all involved in this stuff. Like they do this stuff in the week leading up to the game. They all go over it. They're all in accordance with it. If somebody thinks, hey, that's a stupid play, we shouldn't run that. It probably doesn't make it into the game plan, all right? These like. Taylor isn't isn't a dictator and Taylor and Callahan like from everything we've heard from them they see things very much the same way they are very much on the same page so all the let Callahan call the plays well number one we don't know to what extent the plays that are being run are his anyway and number two it's not going to change that much all right because everything in the game plan is going to be the same the philosophy is not going to change it's not going to change um, you know, very, you know, very little uh, Is going to change from that type of situation So, everything that goes in before the game All the work that goes in Everything that those coaches are doing Is more important overall uh, You know, than that than that play calling scenario Alright, and if you put one of those other guys in charge Like, how many plays did they have they had in the goal line? Like, you know, like they were they were gonna get there eventually uh with with running those plays so you know like those plays were gonna get called at some point um whoever says it over the headset it doesn't matter right and look it's all about you know um taking care of burrow putting the team in the best situation to succeed um you know Burr's another guy burrow really seems to be on the same page as those guys whenever you see hear any of these guys talking they all seem to be really on the same page so that's not the answer that's not going to change anything um unless you want to bring in somebody from outside which is not a conversation to be having in in october um that's not going to change anything so I, i think we have to look past that all right uh and look they've done some really good things they've made some second half adjustments in the games last year' that were incredible all right um, on both sides of the ball so we really get lost in all that right that like we, we, we forget some of these comebacks and some of these really good things that they've done all right and you know like I said I think Taylor's really good at the Zach, uh, excuse me at the Zac management excuse me at the game management side of things I think that You've seen him, you know, go in with great team game plans, all right, understanding how we're gonna take the ball away from Kansas City, how we're gonna, you know, win these comebacks, how we're gonna use the clock. He's really smart about some high level things like that. And like the way that they changed the culture, you know, the way they brought in leaders, winners, people from really successful programs, and have allowed them to thrive, have found guys that can have success Uh, With them that weren't terribly successful or were underachieving to some extent in their places, and how they found guys who who believe and who are committed and who you know work the right way and and really buy in. Like, you got to give the guy credit for that stuff, all right? Because that stuff is not easy. That stuff is much harder than play calling, all right. That's that's a much bigger part of the job, much more important aspect of being a head, head football coach. So that's my two cents on the whole play calling scenario. That I think that um, you know there are more critical things involved, and and the idea overall of play calling versus game planning is it's less significant than we often think it is. So hopefully a better result this weekend. Get this thing rolling. Homecoming for Chase for Burrow for Hendrickson. Tyrus Shelvin, new, newly active um, It's coming along They did some kind of cool things on offense last week It just got overshadowed by by the, the negatives uh, But they did do some cool things So, hopefully this is it Hopefully this is the turn, this is the week They really start to put it together uh, And we get rolling here Because they've got some bunch of winning games coming up but, you know, like they've, they've got to finish. They've got to, you know, not have these things be so close at the end of the time and get that thing rolling get some momentum going here uh, to get this uh, this ship right. I'm Eminick. This is Chalk Talk. Hooday. Yeah, we're coming forward with Yeah, we coming forward You hear the crowd? we coming forward with hours